on time. So let's kick this off. <laughs> I think I was hitting the wrong note, but I made it work at the end. It's fine. <laughs> Welcome to Tools Day, a podcast about tech tools, tips, and tricks every other Tuesday at 2. I'm your co-host, Yuna. And I am Chris. And today we're talking about GitHub. GitHub. Git and Git. tools that help you build with Git because Git things are where our code lives and we are in them every day. <laughs> that felt like a tongue twister. I know it wasn't, but it felt that way for some reason. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm not sure if we've really talked about GitHub before. We've talked about the process that we mm -hmm. use when we are building, and we talk about tooling around that. But today, I, I thought with all the updates to GitHub and the whole ecosystem that sort of has come mm -hmm. up around it, there's actually a ton to talk about in just like using versioning and using yeah. github specifically as a platform yep. for you know our code and other things and and project stuff um so yeah i thought that we would chat about that today there's actually a ton of n newer things that didn't exist <laughs> like three years ago that now exist um yeah. but before we dive into it i want to give a big shout out to today's sponsor which is red hat build here go anywhere Get free access to countless benefits to help you drive your career with a Red Hat developer. You'll discover a full portfolio of app development products and tools for creating enterprise software built on microservices, containers, and the cloud. And you'll find everything from downloads to developer how-tos and getting started guides to tutorials, videos, books, and newsletters. Access the gated contents of the Red Hat customer portal at developers.redhat.com about. That's developers.redhat.com slash about. Awesome. So where do we get started? Initially, we were going to like have a show about, oh, let's actually debug slash talk about our <laughs> tools and website. <laughs> Every week, we're like, this time we'll record about the website. And then we're like, wow, what about this other great idea we just had? Uh, maybe next week. But and we got I into do... like Starbucks cups and <laughs> I know I know the, that matte black soft touch thing. It looks so good. It's uh, not as soft as as it looks as oh, you think, but it well, is nice. Okay, so that's Starbucks where cups, we're at in life cool. right now. Um, <laughs> where yeah, find joy in where you can. It's COVID time. Yep. So yeah, uh, the thing that kicked this off is that Chris mentioned that uh, he was using workspaces, which is a GitHub. Code spaces. Oh, code, code spaces, spaces uh, which is a alpha or beta feature that you could sign yeah. up for a trial with GitHub. Yeah. I just signed yeah. up, but I didn't join. Yeah, it. so it's an early access beta right now on GitHub. You can um, go to github.com slash features slash code spaces, and there's a big old button there to sign up. But it's, it's essentially uh, Visual Studio Code in the cloud inside of a Docker container, more or less. Um, you can kind of think of it very similar to what uh, CodeSandbox.io is, but even more embedded into your repo workflow. And so for this, you know, we're, we were building, we're, we're starting up the uh, Toolsday website as we we're building up this thing. And I was like, hey, it would be cool to use code spaces. So, you know, I don't have to do all this stuff manually. Maybe we'll share some stuff. And, you know, I just kind of 
set up a Next.js website in there and you hit, you know, yarn dev like you do normally and, you know, a browser pane pops up and it's just like, oh, it's just so cool that you can do it all in the browser and crucially, it's VS Code in the browser, right? It's, it's the exact same thing you would have normally. You can have all your extensions, you can have, you know, your color themes, all that kind of fun stuff, um, but just but just in the cloud. Okay, I have some questions. Yes. So the first question is, does it port all of your extensions into the browser or is that like, does it keep your extensions? Is there like a separate instance of VS Code there? Like, how does that work? You know, I'm not sure. Uh, I don't have an answer for that, but I will okay, look it up. Okay, and then uh, the second question is, so so you have the VS Code terminal, right? Where you could mm -hmm. run your code so you don't have to have a separate terminal. Mm -hmm. Is it, are you just using that terminal and running it in like another tab? Like what is your process? Yeah, so it's it's like if you've ever used the terminal in VS Code, it's the same way. You, you, you press, you know, command tilde or control tilde depending on your operating system. Pops up the terminal and I'll say, you know, yarn dev like I do normally. And then um, that boots up, you know, your local host. And then, and obviously, because it's a cloud instance, you can't go to local host, you know, colon 3000. But uh, the, a little pop-up, you know, pops up in the bottom right corner. It says, hey, uh, we've opened up local host on this route. And you click it, and it opens up in a new tab as if you had local host. And it, it does all the live updates as if you were doing, you know, if you were doing it locally. Uh, it's wild. It just it just works. Wow. Uh, Wait. So, what so, about installing dependencies and all those things? Uh, it's just in the it's just in the cloud in the container. So you you aren't install. It just works. My mind is like kind of blown right now. What about like if you have to install like um like Ruby or something? Does that just like? Um, <laughs> I'm not sure. I have, but if you can pull it down, you can install it, right? Because it, it, you just you just have essentially some space in the cloud. It's containerized, so you can do whatever you want inside of it. I'm assuming. Um, wow. So if you want so to install a binary, is this like the end plan of like Microsoft buys GitHub and now integrates VS Code? Yeah. So Microsoft used to have this in Azure, right? So there used to be a thing called Azure Code Spaces, I think, um, or Azure, Azure, however you pronounce Azure. that word, Azure. Um, or and then it, and then it became Visual Studio Code Spaces, and now it's Code GitHub Code Spaces. Um, and yeah, I think it's kind of this, this, their whole concept, like, oh, hey, you know, you can build on GitHub, deploy by GitHub CI, 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 CD, put it to Azure if you want or somewhere else if you want to. Um, but it just kind of, it honestly works really, really well. Like it's very wow. nice, you know, <laughs> that's a big one. That's like a really big change. Now you don't even have to install locally VS code. And I really like VS code. I think that it's such a good tool and it's really interesting to see it used in the browser and it is open source, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So speaking of VS code, um, this tool type thing recently came out like, I don't know, yesterday or two days ago, someone just sent me it. I thought it was super interesting and it is this project. I don't even know what it's called, but it's called like one S I think. So GitHub basically you can go yeah. on GitHub and Instead of github.com slash any repo, you can type github1s.com slash that repo. So just add a 1s after the github before the .com, and it opens up the repo inside of VS Code. So you could see this beautiful view that's way easier to parse of the entire code base. 
and you could even like preview images in it. You can like see your files, like you get all the niceties of um, like syntax highlighting and all yeah. of that. I don't know if you can edit in here though. This just came out. I haven't really used it too much. Like there's no, yeah. I'm not seeing a terminal. There's OAuth tokens. So you can open up the terminal. Oh, there's enough, terminal. But, but you can't oh. do anything with it. You can't do anything with it. It's just, it's just there. Oh. Uh, because it, it is, it's just VS, it's using the, you know, the VS code code base to power this thing, which has, you know, a terminal. This is um, amazing. But it is super cool. And like, if you're trying to, you know, I, I've definitely, you know, spent some time trying to le read a code base for, for the source, you know, the source code of a, of a package I've installed or something. And just going through the normal GitHub browser is, is a little bit of a pain. So I, I feel like I've run into this all the time. Yeah. Like trying to find a file, especially when you're working locally and you kind of like want to see, you know, what it might've looked like a couple of versions ago or like what it looks like. I don't know. Yeah. No, like, it, it, yeah, it works really, really well. Um, and, uh, I mean, VS code finder is better than GitHub finder because Way you better. Apple ship, you know? So it's just like, yeah, it's, so, just, it's really nice. This is an open source project by con W net. It's not actually GitHub official, but I feel like it should be. And it sounds like this workspaces code spaces. Code spaces thing. It's like a it's like a really cool sort of direction, step in that direction. Um, but this is available to anyone, like you don't have to be a part of the beta program. But also, what yeah. is the link again for joining the code spaces beta? Uh github.com slash features slash code spaces. We'll we'll add it to the show notes as well. Yeah. Um, um I imagine that after their beta, it will become a paid product of some kind. Mm. maybe um they have a little thing called pricing but they haven't talked about you know what it will be um so i i imagine at some point you're using a cloud some cloud storage you know so there's always costs there it probably won't be too expensive you know yeah. but um if you have like a a macbook air or you know underpowered computer of some kind um i can see this being a super super convenient way to you know work there are a lot of new updates to github as well like things like profiles are new i haven't actually set up my profile but there's it's like a much more robust view the um the pr review is a lot different than it was when i was growing up with github back in my day back um, in my day you can you can sort of like leave a bunch of comments and sort of merge those into one review and you can oh, yeah. like ask yeah. for you know, ask for revisions and it's much, much more robust and you could do like a, like a message that sort of bundles your comments together and you could do like add yeah. like single comment and like back, back in my day, like there was only single comment. There was none of that other stuff, but I find it super useful. And like specifically with, um, with writing like articles, when I write things for web.dev, for example, we have review via a pull request and the editor will go in and just do a bunch of like grammatic changes and i will just like add to yeah. batch add to batch add to batch like all of those like small changes that um i could then just merge as one uh one big commit change. yeah <laughs> yeah really... and it's so nice so it's one of these things where i use bitbucket stash at work at netflix 
Mm. And whenever I hop over to GitHub for personal projects, side projects, I just get a combination of so happy and so sad because GitHub's UI is so much better, specifically around pull requests, right? Because all those things you mentioned about it being able to leave comments um, in one review as opposed to multiple multiple different um, notes, it seems small, but it does really help the processing um, of a writing the review and then also reading the review. So um, I think those are a little bit older at this point, right? Have those been around? Yeah, for a bit? I think that they've been no. around for a couple of years now, like at least like three, but not very long. Yeah. Uh, that that whole new sort of code review process was a really mm -hmm. big deal. And I don't even think it's that old. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, one thing that is, I think, a, a bit newer in GitHub is that um, you can now turn on basically a, a discussion form for your repos, which has been, which I've seen to like great effect on some of the bigger open source projects. Like I think Downshift has it on where as opposed to being punted over to Stack Overflow all the time, uh, they instead just have all those questions right there in the project. And so uh, if you're doing an open source project and you want your community inside your repo essentially, uh, but not inside the issues where sometimes you have other concerns, um, that's a super cool feature and, and um, highly recommended it because it's-, it's Like Gitter? Um, I don't think I ever used Gitter. Um, I don't really. Gitter was that. Gitter was that. Was that um. You know, it, was, it was like an IRC-ish thing, right? But mm -hmm. but a different UI. Uh, this is more like a message form. It's like it's mm. it's like issues, but but an enhanced version, basically. Huh. I don't think I use that. Um. Uh, it's it. This one is is it's pretty new. Uh. I think it's also in beta. It, GitHub has so many things in beta, where it's just oh. like hey. Um, I guess I'm just not on the cool beta stuff, uh, man. <laughs> well, no, I, this one I think is actually open to everybody. Um, so if you head to your GitHub um, settings for your repo, um, if it's a public repo, um, I believe you can just turn on the discussions button. Let me double check real quick uh, while, I, yeah. while, I, while I'm fi clicking around here. Um, this is we're doing it live. Yeah, we're doing it. Yeah, there's this little tab called discussions and you can press it and then there you go. What? I got to find it. Okay. First, I got to find settings. Where's my settings? Okay. <laughs> Where am I? <laughs> uh, uh, repo first, then top right settings. Although I have, I, I have GitHub refined. Oh, real quick. Um, Sindra Sorhas, who, uh, you know, wrote half of it, of every node, node module package possible. Um, we has... talk about Syndrosaurus so much on the show. I feel like we haven't yeah, mentioned yeah. It's him just in a one while. of those things where it's like, yeah, it's been a while, but he so he has this this extension called Refined GitHub. It's for both Chrome and Firefox. And because it's for Chrome, it probably works for Opera and Edge as well. Um but it just adds so many really nice things to the GitHub UI um that, you know, Probably should be in the GitHub UI normally, but he's just done it for everybody else. Um, it's stuff like, hey, you can see white space in your PRs, or you can, um, if there's a link to a P, uh, issue in, in in a comment, it will link it in the in the actual PR as well. Or you can revert all changes to a file in the PR. Or there's honestly just like, if you, I'll I'll I'll, I'll add a link to the show notes, but there's like literally like 
200 features or so that he's added through this extension and it's mind-blowing um yeah it seems really cool and i i asked on twitter like hey does anyone have any like you know github tips and tricks that you like and i got linked to that so that was one and then also um i was sent something that's very similar to the 1s the github 1s it's called taco t-a-k-o and it's just another nice view for a github file tree that this must have been around for longer taco replaces the github file tree oh it's an extension yeah yeah it's an extension um okay so i found you know my repo options i realized i was looking at a repo that i didn't own anymore okay. i had transferred it to another <laughs> org so I was like, where is the settings um anyway so okay i see discussions that's cool but i also forgot now there's sponsorships on github there's yeah. a ton of new stuff there's like there's so much you can do and there's like a social preview am i just not up on it with the githubs <laughs> you're like wait a minute what what is in here wow uh, there i mean this options page is just it's so much more robust than i remember there's just a lot of theme GitHub chooser is, oh that's for a jekyll theme it, no no what? i think dark, when dark did that happen <laughs> so dark Punk got announced like two months ago i think yeah 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 yeah. Dark uh -oh. theme on GitHub, but this is a theme chooser for like a Jekyll site theme. Oh, 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 okay, yeah, yeah. So that's yeah, interesting. I mean, do people use Jekyll? Is that big? No. No, I don't. Uh -huh. Which is why I'm like, where is this coming from? Um, I think GitHub get get pages is still Jekyll, right? So if you if you yeah, yeah. don't, you, so you, you so you can either push to a you can push a static site to that your a repo named whatever your account is and they'll use that to power a um your home page or you can get the pages for stuff it's github has so many cool things wow i'm just like so thrown by this like jekyll theme thing like this is like a default <laughs> thing you can do on github i'm i mean what what it's a github pages like theme Thing. Like GitHub pages were really cool, but I feel like we've sort of moved away from them as a community because nobody uses Ruby and Jekyll anymore. Yeah, I mean you can still put up static sites on it, but it's just like, it's, I think it's it's easy and trivial to do it via like Netlify or or yeah. or Versal, Versal, and it's those are two have free options where it's like ah uh, it's it's almost less shenanigans to manage uh, than trying to do it through GitHub. Um, yeah, but still very cool. Um, I like Netlify now. <laughs> I mean, for, for for static sites, Netlify is just like drag. It, it reminds me of you know, FTPing into a into Cyberduck and just dragging a folder over. Yeah. Uh, Do you ever Surge.sh? That yeah. like host site that was I, great. I never I never used Surge, but I know I know you used to be a big fan. I loved uh, it. Um, so one other thing I wanted to bring up was projects. So in GitHub, there's this projects tab in your repo. I don't know how long this has existed, but this is something that I've been using a lot lately. It basically is like a Kanban board for your project that could automatically pull in all of your issues. And you can set this up to automatically, like when you close the issues, move to like a done column and like tie in your pull requests to the issues. And it's just so nice. And it's just like integrated inside of GitHub where my project lives. And I find it super, super useful, especially when you're working on a team and kind of like managing the progress of any product. Yeah. You can just like use it to like move things over and you can do it manually or you could do it automatically. And I feel like there's a lot of like really nice features yeah. inside of projects. 
one cool thing with projects that I didn't know until more recently, maybe everyone else knew this, is that projects are also available at the um, org level. Or like, you know, if you have a um, a team called whatever you wanted and then you have multiple repos inside of it, you can also have a project at that team level, um, which then um, can encompass and pull issues from the various repos mm. that link to it. Um, so it's a nice kind of way. So, you know, I'm working with a designer on a side project and we use, we use get, a, get a project from there. And like our workflow is basically we have um, issue, uh, a t you know, tickets slash cards, whatever, at the top level of GitHub projects. And then um, when they're ready to become a work item that I'm going to tackle, I'll convert them into an issue and attach them to the uh, specific repo we're using, uh, the code base repo. And then, um, you know, just like normal with GitHub, I can, you know, I, if I merge something and I reference this, the, the, the issue number, it will, you know, move it over to shipped or done. Um, and in that way, we can have both like design tickets, which are not really issues per se, but more like a, just like thought processes and then code issues um, all on the same board. And we could, it's really easy to see where everyone, what, what everyone's doing. And so um, big fan of GitHub projects. Yes, I love that. And there's also GitHub Actions now, which is relatively new. Yes, see, I, I, I haven't used, so this is an, another, thing, another thing that, that was in beta for a while. I think it's out of beta now, but um, I haven't used it yet, but maybe we'll use it for, for Tools Day. Um, I've used it, um, but I have not set up Actions. Like I, I've used it on my teams and the gotcha. team, so like someone else set it up. And um, I think that there's a lot of uses for it, so. You can use them for like CI stuff. You can yeah. use it for like sort of callbacks after doing yeah. specific things. Um, let's see if I could find what we're using it for. Imagine for us, we will we'll want to push the website to you know whatever our hosting is. So when you merge yeah, the master, pushing push it live, to, pushing it yeah. to dev, creating um, uh, sort of like what's it called where you have like a a branch, then you build like a URL preview of that branch. A feature stack or feature, pre uh, a preview build. Uh, when it went preview build that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, exactly. So uh, it's, it's really cool. You could do like lighthouse running through GitHub actions instead of like a separate CI. Yeah. So there's like a ton of cool stuff you could do with actions. I will um, say one thing about GitHub is that they have so many cool things, but their doc site is just so ugly, which is so strange because their product is so beautiful. I agree with you. About but their that. doc site is so, it's usually the reverse where like, you know, people can make docs. It's just, it's text look better. And you know, the actual software is harder, but like they've done the reverse somehow. It's, it's yeah. like, well, why? It's so jarring to hop in their docs and, and it's like, oh, why, why are you like this? Um, I completely agree with you. Yeah, because because of all these features, like things I haven't used that much, I'm like kind of clicking around here as we talk and I press on learn more and it just brings me to the site that feels like totally not scan friendly. Yeah, it's a little it's a little hard to look through. Yeah, but I also know. noticed there's like more security features on GitHub. Um, I used to use sneak SNYK and it would like read through my node modules and tell me if there were like security vulnerabilities so i'm wondering if this is curious like uh similar um because i know that npm does that now natively right so if, you're, if you run npm install um it will say hey we've detected a bunch of you know our audit has seen some issues um so i wonder if um 
I wonder if um, it's just part of the system now. Who knows? Not me. Hmm, yeah, I'm wondering that too. So another cool thing that I want to mention is um, I recently found this out. If you go to any repo and you type T, like the T key, that opens up a search and you can search through your files. So you could search like the file name that you're looking for or a folder name. And there's different um, ways to like ignore other files, like the way that you type the search. Also, you can press go to file that will take you to the same place. It's next to the add file button, which is next to the code drop down in green, which is on the entry page of the repo. So yeah, press T and you could search. And I think that that's cool. They can kind of like find files that way a lot easier than just like clicking through all the folders. Yeah. Uh, one more um, tool is kind of Also, Oops. oh, go, go ahead. ahead. Uh, I was, was going to just add on quickly and say, if you press the Y, you get like a permalink um, for any any page. So you can get a permalink for like a specific oh. time and place uh, in your repo. And I just learned that from GitHub, from asking people what they thought was a cool GitHub trick. So that's oh. that's it. Just T and Y. T for I search never... and Y for permalink. How would anyone know? Is there, is there like a question mark? I, I, you know, a keyboard shortcut cheat sheet that I should know about somewhere? It's probably on that ugly doc site. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> okay, I don't want to say ugly doc site. It's uh, not ugly. It's just... That's a little ugly. A little less user-friendly than GitHub. And a little ugly as well. Um. <laughs> it's, um, someone designed that, Chris. It's not fair. ugly. Okay. It is okay. just... It's just like... You know what it is? It's text-heavy. That's what makes it hard to parse. It's text-heavy... Um, yes, it's text heavy, um, but so is the Stripe documentation. Um, anyways, uh, let's uh, oh, let's not dive too deep in this one. Um, the one the one last tool I wanted to call out, uh, which is relatively new. I used to use a CLI tool called Hub all the time, which was a wrapper around Git, and it basically added a whole bunch of really cool superpowers to your Git command line that interface with GitHub, like you know pull down a repo or um, open a PR, close a PR, make an issue. Um, GitHub has now rolled their, a new one called the GitHub CLI. And um, yes. Oh, I'm so glad you're mentioning that. Yeah, it's really cool. Um, they've done a lot of like um, a lot of the, the basic things you would do in GitHub are now in the CLI and it works really well. So if you if you are a terminal person um, and don't want to go to, you know, the actual website to open PR, um, like me, um, it, it's really easy to do it via, via the command line. So uh, definitely recommend checking that out. Also, this GitHub CLI has been so useful for me because it really helps with checking out uh, pull requests by other mm -hmm. people that have like forked your repo and are submitting PRs to it. It used to be, I feel like a little too complicated to do that. Like you just had to memorize a sequence and like pull the head and like, I don't know. I just always had to look it up. But now if you install GitHub CLI and you go to the PR and there's like a little drop down that says like, look at this locally and it gives you the command just right there. You can copy to your clipboard. It's super, super useful. Um, and you can check it out locally. Like, okay, I'm going to a PR. And yeah, the little button says open with. And uh, 
it says brew and solve gh which is the github cli and then ghpr checkout and then the number and it just feels so much easier it's to so do much easier yeah than it was yeah yeah highly recommend checking it out um i wish i used github at my job it's the number one downside of my job no github <laughs> um yeah those were all the things that i wanted to say and we are perfectly on time for the show so i'm wondering if you have any like last little favorite tips and tricks about git slash hub up your sleeve uh no last tricks but just one more shout out to the refined github extension which is just wonderful i gotta try i gotta check that out and also another shout out to our show's sponsor red hat be sure to check out developers.redhat.com slash about to get access to all of their videos, tutorials, guides, books, and newsletters, tons of stuff to help drive your career forward with Red Hat Developer. Shout out to them. Shout out to you for listening to today's show. If you learned something new, let us know. You could tweet at us at toolsday. You can just share this podcast with a friend if you'd like also. And um, you can tune in next week. I'm Yuna. And I'll see you next time.